0: And we are broadcasting live from the furthest regions of space. Welcome to Trivia Escape Pod. I am your host, Julius Arenson.
1: And I'm Ross White. While we're searching for a hospitable planet, we are broadcasting trivia across the galaxy. We'll be asking trivia questions in four rounds to test your knowledge and occasionally your creative thinking. And
0: this week, we actually have our first listener-submitted theme song.
1: Trivia,
2: Trivia Escape Pod, just go ahead now. <laughs> this week's
1: intro was Trivia Escape Pod by Doctor Spin. He said that he recorded that one in one take in his Mazda 3 studio. No, he didn't even have to do a vocal warm up. I know that
0: true talent. I, I know
1: that shocks you. You can it find, slaps. <laughs> you can find Doctor Spin on Twitter. At yingling, we'll have the correct spelling in the show notes. So welcome to the show. We've got a really great episode for you today. Uh, Julia, we have just gotten up out of our stasis beds. I am suffering a little bit from uh, the cryogenic sleepies.
0: Yes, quite the scientific term. I,
1: I got a frosty crust around my eye. It's been hard <laughs> to wake up.
0: Um. Yeah, so this week in my little cryopod, I was having a great dream of my boyfriend and I having the best date night I think we've had in a while. I mean, it's always a great time with him, but this week we cleared out all the furniture in my living room, took his air mattress and just like blew it up and bought a shit ton of junk food and then just like watched movie after movie on this air mattress in my living room. And we like dimmed the lights to like be like a little camping thing. (laughs)
1: Oh my god, that's super adorable. It's almost like you were like kids building a fort.
0: I it, it was pretty much that. Yeah, I took like every pillow that we had. We took my sofa cushions. We just like put that on the air mattress, and we watched we watched Scream, and then we watched Scary Movie.
1: Aw, adorable. <laughs> oh, this is why you were asking me about Scary Movie three earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I didn't. I wasn't sure how many screams there were.
1: Oh yeah, no, you were asking me about Scream. And and was, they're the same thing. Scra- they're pretty much the same thing. I will say Scary Movie has my favorite scene possibly in cinema history. Which is? Well, don't say the glory hole. It's not the glory hole. Please don't say the glory no, I, hole. I think as uh, as many of our listeners are, are aware, I am a big fan of black cats. Spock, of course, is a an entirely jet black cat floating through zero G. <laughs> and I love the scene in which Anna Ferris is attacked by the cat. In Scary Movie? Oh my god, is that is that a scary movie?
0: Wait, which part is that? I don't remember her being attacked by a cat. Was Maybe
1: that, it's Scary Movie 2. Was then? I just really tired when I was watching it? Um, It's one of the scary movies. Anna Ferris gets attacked by a black cat. They fight for like three minutes and it is possibly the one scene in cinema history that makes me laugh uncontrollably <laughs> for almost an hour after I see it. It is ridiculous. Like I never get tired of seeing human beings assaulted by black cats in comedic ways, especially if they're fake black cats, obviously fake, for three quarters of the scene
0: um i looked it up it is scary movie two that the cat scene is in okay so i'm not crazy you're not crazy
1: uh and you did not watch the greatest scene in all of cinema history i'm sorry (laughs) for you i feel bad about that
0: well i kind of want to make it a thing that we watch whatever horror movie each scary movie was based off of and then we proceed to watch that version of scary movie which is what we did last night because scary movie one is scream
1: Okay, so that I knew, but are the other scary movies actually based off of? It's like a con- it's
0: like a conglomerate of things. Like there are like uh. three different horror movies combined to scary movie one, and I think each one kind of does subsequent things. Yeah, like I think Ryan said that the the third one is based off the Ring.
1: Oh, okay. I you know I really want to like that genre of sort of like gross out comedy that's sort of lampooning other things but I made the huge huge mistake I was on Netflix last night and I thought "Uh, you know what I'd like to watch a movie and I saw movie 43 which is a a comedy movie I was like I haven't seen that and I got through about nine minutes of it and I was like this is the worst thing I've ever seen
0: what made it bad it, well
1: it had Kate Winslet and Hugh Jackman and Dennis Quaid and Greg Kinnear in the few minutes that I saw and what? There's, there, it looks like there's a framing device with Greg Kinnear and Dennis Quaid that is just zero not funny at all like in in no way funny <laughs> but maybe was not supposed to be but um the Hugh Jackman and Kate Winslet sketch was like the most humorlessly delivered thing that I think I've ever seen and I was like huh I didn't know you could make something that sucked this bad. I did, <laughs> I did actually stick around and watch a, a second uh, sketch with Liev Schreiber. And that was also deeply unfunny. And I was like.
0: But what if they're trying to be like avant-garde? Like what oh, if they're no. intentionally trying to be unfunny? No, no, no. Oh, it's just plain bad? Well,
1: the I mean, the first sketch is about a dude who has balls on his neck.
0: Uh, that's yeah. bad. Yeah,
1: it was really. That's
0: really bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty much what you would expect. Ah. So, there's a reason why nobody had seen movie 43. I think that's what it's called. I'm not even sure. I think that's right,
0: though. I don't want to fact check you. I don't I, want that I, in my search history.
1: Yeah. Uh, look on the view screen, Julia. We seem to have something on radar.
0: Oh, yeah. It looks like there's another person floating through space. Hello there, little friend. Um, let's perform the boarding maneuver.
1: I'm going to analyze the passenger manifest.
0: I'll open the airlock. <laughs>
1: She's been an editor for Yahoo News, a writer and editor at Netflix. Let's welcome Claire Campbell aboard the escape pod. Hi, Claire.
2: Hi. Thanks for having me. We, Hello, beautiful. It was getting really lonely out there.
1: <laughs> so, what uh, you're floating through space, Claire. What uh-huh. is it that you are currently escaping from in your one person escape pod?
2: Well, actually, I wasn't trying to escape. My children ejected me into <laughs> space when I made them clean their rooms. Or their pods. <laughs> so, that is the ultimate child move. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to eject. <laughs> yeah, the kids, they learn the technology faster than we do. So, you know, you gotta, we got to retrofit our uh, spacecraft. Man, these, that...
0: these kids with their fidget spinners and their space pods.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, my day it was so much easier It's just stretch Armstrong. It's like, oh, it's a toy I can pull. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you know that our child has a Stretch Armstrong and broke it? What? Wait, they can break? They can break. We only discovered this a couple weeks ago. How did he break it? Was it like very intentional that he tried to break it? No, I don't think so. It was just extreme stretching. Wow. There you go.
1: Huh. Was it like dipped in hydrogen first to sort of like cool it down at <laughs> crazy temperatures? Because I hear you can do that with Stretch Armstrong and with tear gas.
2: You hear you, you, be... you can do that. <laughs>
1: well, you know, not that I've been protesting in Hong Kong anytime right, right, recently. Right.
2: But,
1: um, so, Claire, tell us a little bit about what's new in your world.
2: Mm, yeah. Well, on the Netflix side of things, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but we have a new uh, Dark Crystal series that came out. Yeah. Recently. I just watched the trailer for that yesterday, yeah. actually. It's pretty Incredible. The I animation don't know if is really unique. Original,
1: yeah, yeah. I. <laughs> <Tom> <laughs> Siri just tried to talk to you about the Dark Crystal. Siri is a big <laughs> fan. Uh, I know that Apple products are not supposed to hang out with Netflix products, but Siri loves the Dark Crystal. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I was not super into the original one. I think it was like just past my uh timeline of interest but i a baby. i was i was an infant um but i really respect that it exists and i think it's really cool that they're doing that
2: yeah uh, and the fact that it's puppets i mean when was the last time you saw anything big with puppets good question i think does claymation count as puppets because my answer no, would be no,
1: Coraline. no claymation is totally different i will say i see a lot of things with puppets Oh, I am okay. very pro I grew up in nice. a pro muppet household. Oh. And
2: excellent.
1: therefore like if it has puppets, I am usually in. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they're at, like local puppet shows, we go. Um any any form of popular media that has puppets, I'm like, well I'm going to I'm going to check this out. Nice. I've been thinking a lot about Avenue Q which is just oh, recently yeah. which I love
0: Avenue Q. <laughs> great,
1: great uh pro puppet theater. Um Great. And so uh, what else is going on at Netflix that you're super excited about?
2: Oh, gosh, there's so many things. It's hard to choose. Um, uh, There's a lot of great international content that I love to tell people about because they don't necessarily always know it. But have you guys seen Money Heist or Casa de Papel? It's this great Spanish show about a big heist that they organize at the Mint of Spain.
0: I haven't watched it, but if I'm going to be real, my mom probably has. She loves mm, Spanish TV. Nice. to the point yeah. where th- She thinks she knows how to speak Spanish at this point, but uh, <laughs> she really enjoys those shows. Yeah. I've got Excellent. that one
1: queued up because I will watch anything with heists. <laughs> if people are like, I'm going to come up with an elaborate plot to steal something that... I probably didn't even need in the first place. I will watch it. Like (laughs) they could do Ocean's 28 million and I'd be like, well, I guess I'm going back to the theaters.
0: I mean, there's a reason there are so many of those movies that I don't think a lot of people differ from you on that opinion.
1: So true. So true. Well, Claire, let's get to some trivia. Here are the rules. We have provided you with a pencil and some paper. We're going to ask you some questions. Our intelligence scanners will give you points for each answer you get right. And our AI has become sentient. It has grown a sense of humor. It's also a little bit snarky. Hmm. In addition to correct answers, it now seems to be giving points for answers that are so wrong that they make us laugh. We will ask all the questions for the round and let you just kind of think on that. We'll let the, the answers percolate or gestate. We'll give the listeners some time to think about their own answers, and then we'll check in with you after we've asked all of them to see how you did. Have you got any questions for us?
2: No, but I think this is a good time for me to preemptively apologize to all of my colleagues for any entertainment questions that I totally blank on or get wrong, as no, will inevitably happen. It's
1: interesting to me, though, that you feel possessed to apologize only to your colleagues, not to your friends, not to your family. Yeah, well, they, know,
2: they, not... they, they have to love me for who I am. <laughs> Please let me keep my job. I know things, I swear.
1: Most most people- I do not
2: have an encyclopedic brain, let's put it that way. Well, so. we'll
1: we'll be the judge of that here is question number one in our general knowledge round. What is the term, Claire, for tax on earnings from the disposition of securities and investments? Yeah, starting you off with a financial question
0: (laughs) are you so excited to be here (laughs) you're looking at where's where's that fucking eject button get me out of here
1: (laughs) i you know i think the ai i was talking uh before we started recording about my dad being in banking i think the ai listens to Mm, what we're talking about and we sort of imprint on the ai
0: is Uh, our ai sponsored by facebook at all
1: <laughs> Maybe. Did
0: Zuckerberg it, invent Because it
1: listens and it spews new content yes. back at us. Yeah. Uh
0: number two. So here's some music questions for you. And this is a multi part question. So this is gonna have two A, B, C and D. Uh first off, two A. The band Van Halen has three lead singers name them
1: well it's it's had three singers has it doesn't had... currently have three
0: <laughs> I, hey guys fun fact i can't fucking read the band van halen has had three singers i was wondering how that would work on stage <laughs> uh B: tyler the creator frank ocean and earl sweatshirt are part of which rap collective and two C: what was the last name of three of the original beach boys Ooh,
2: okay.
1: Are you, are you a Beach Boys <laughs> fan, Claire? Have you spent time with the Pet Sounds album?
2: <laughs> Not in the last several decades.
0: <laughs> uh, lastly, two D, which diva is known for albums such as Butterfly, Daydream, Glitter, and Caution? I really can't read. I thought this had a Cauldron. <laughs>
1: She, she did not do an album called Cauldron.
0: Oh, come on. A Halloween just, album would be I just, so good. No,
1: I just can't see her doing a DD and d themed album. <laughs> Please. Uh, question number three, Claire, is also a four-part question. And look at this. The AI has spit us out some musicals questions. 3A, Diana Ross was Dorothy in the movie version of which musical? 3B, Which 1970 musical centers around Bobby's 35th birthday, his married friends, and his three girlfriends? 3C, which Broadway smash was written by the creators of South Park? And 3D... Well, you ought to get this one. Which long-running musical features puppets named Princeton, Kate, Monster, and Rod alongside human actors? I think the AI was like, here's <laughs> here's a softball to make you feel comfortable and happy, Claire.
2: And also, no conversations are private. I'm <laughs> listening to everything. <laughs> Seriously.
0: I'm really loving all of your thinking faces as you like process each question. Yeah,
2: I'm having to reach to the far corners of my brain. So
0: <laughs> We're in the farthest reaches of space, so I think that fits. I
1: am also in the farthest reaches of my being.
0: Number four, which five major constellations are always visible above the horizon from our latitudes? All five, huh? All five. 50 points for each one you get correct.
1: You know, here's the thing. Like, when it says our latitudes, I mean, right now we are in the deepest of space. But uh, (laughs) what our listeners don't know is that we do have holodeck technology. And we have, to make Claire feel at home, because she is from North Carolina and currently living in North Carolina, we have surrounded her with images of North Carolina. She feels as though she is in a living room in Durham, North Carolina right now. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Meaningful yeah. Way. yeah, no, we wanted you to feel sort of locked in. So when we talk about our latitudes, I'm sure that's what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Thanks. Yeah, yes, yeah,
2: relative to North yeah. Carolina.
1: Claire, what are your feelings on birds?
2: <gasps> I, I I think birds are lovely. I know people who are deeply afraid of birds, um, but I, I, I don't connect with that feeling at all.
1: Well, so. good, because question number five... <laughs> We want you to tell us the two main colors of an adult male ostrich's feathers. I see. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I kind of borderline on the fear of birds. Like, I like them from a distance, but if they start getting close to me... Well, and, and ostriches, they're, they're yeah. big. I don't like that birds don't really blink. Oh. I don't enjoy that. And their feet look like raptor claws. How do you feel about fish?
1: Because fish also don't blink.
0: I mean fish don't do nothing. They can't hurt me. I'm cool with that.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I'm terrified of the deep ocean though.
1: I was just reading an amazing article about how they have discovered microbes at like the greatest depths of the ocean that were totally unknown to man and and give us some sense of how life might form on other planets because mm-hmm. it's outside of what we had considered to be the habitable range for any form of life and it's here it's on i mean you know ba- the holodeck makes me think i'm on earth uh mm-hmm. but it's on earth um and has been for many years super exciting
0: it's so cool to see what's down there but also i'm terrified that we don't know what's down there
1: well, yeah that's fair yeah that's fair it's not kaiju they're not going to come through the earth's crust it's not uh, who knows this is not there a,
0: might be a kaiju down no, there this is
1: not a pacific Rim situation if we were looking to the stars show me proof that there we isn't were looking in the right direction
0: show me proof that there's not a godzilla type creature down there
1: claire question number six which will smith movie had an alternate ending where vampire lovers are reunited and smith's character didn't die so I guess in the uh, all right, AI is spoiling some movies here. Now we know the end of a movie. I've, admittedly,
0: I've admittedly never seen this movie, and I also didn't know it involved vampires.
1: Right? Vampire <laughs> might be sort of loose, but you know what? I think it's probably time for us to check in with Claire, see how she did in round one.
0: Yeah, Claire. Um, All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like the attitude. Uh, number one, what is the term for tax on earnings from the disposition of securities and investment?
2: Capital gains? Yes, that is correct. That's Hot dog. That's 50 points.
1: <laughs> Question number two were music questions. 2A, the band Van Halen has had three lead singers name them.
2: All right, David Lee Roth. That's 50 yep. points. Sammy Hagar. Correct. Yep. Eddie Van Halen? <laughs> no, I'm
1: sorry Eddie, I think just plays guitar. Uh the third one was Gary Sharon,
2: oh, An utterly
1: that, forgettable singer for That was not going to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> all good, all good. That dude used to be in a band called Extreme, so he's saying oh, yeah. he's saying more than words. Is that the one without the E? No, oh. I think they had the E. Oh, okay. I don't know what you are Oh, you're thinking of something that happened in, like but really, everything that happened from about 1998 to 2005 is
0: just extreme. <laughs> extreme.
1: Everything was so extreme back then.
0: I didn't realize she meant without the first E. I thought she meant the last E, so like, extra
1: To be Tyler, the creator, Frank Ocean, and Earl Sweatshirt are part of which Rap Collective.
2: Uh, the wu <laughs> clan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the correct answer there was Odd Future. That is maybe for hip hop heads younger than us, Claire. Yes, maybe so. To see what was the last name of the of three of the original Beach Boys.
2: <laughs> I'm pleased to report that Brian was the last name of three of the Beach Boys. <laughs> just, just Brian. Just Brian. <laughs> that's all I could come up with. Uh, no, but it's still a generic <laughs> white guy
1: name. It's Wilson. Ah, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you were thinking it. Brian Wilson. I was, you were in the I right. Was. In the right My ballpark. started yeah. down the right way. Which diva is known for albums such as Butterfly? daydream glitter and caution but not for an album called cauldron
0: <laughs> halloween <laughs> album give me it <laughs> mariah carey
1: mariah carey yes. is worth 50 points very nicely done if she can
0: make a christmas album she can make a halloween one i'm just saying um going on to our musical questions uh 3a diana ross was dorothy in the movie version of which musical she was in the whiz of the yes, wizard of Oz. that is the whiz um 3b which 1970s musical centers around bobby's 35th birthday his married friends and his three girlfriends
2: hmm um um the
0: big chill <laughs> <laughs> uh no we were looking for a company
2: oh okay
0: yeah i i know this because neil patrick harris played bobby and he does uh, a great job doing it he does and, a great job at everything this is also true and look the only thing i remember from the music was like bobby baby bobby honey That's the only words I remember from that whole show. (laughs) Um, 3C, uh, which Broadway smash was written by the creators of South Park?
2: The Book of Mormon. Correct. And fun fact, that turned my husband around on musicals completely. Good. He always...
1: So he liked them, and then he saw Book <laughs> of Mormon, and he was like, I'm done.
2: No, no, Fuck no. This. He was like, musicals, no thank you. And then we saw The Book of Mormon, and he's like, ah, I see. <laughs> I see the appeal. Yes. Uh, lastly, for our
0: musicals, which long-running musical features puppets named Princeton, Kate Monster, and Rod alongside human actors? Avenue Q. Avenue Q. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Number four, which five major constellations are always visible above the horizon from our latitudes? Let's just call that the North Carolina area of Earth.
2: All right. I'm going to start with Orion. Oh. Can I keep going? Yeah, please do. You're cut off. Go All right. How about the Big Dipper? Is the Big Dipper the same as...
1: One of uh, you know what we we might have to research that one and get back to you. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, I have Ursa Major and Minor.
1: That is both both of those are correct. All so 100 right, one hundred points. But I listed right those
2: separately from the Big Dipper. Okay, okay. The, Ursa, the Ursa Major
0: contains the Big Dipper. Ah, so is the Big Dipper technically it's, it's also correct. The Big, the Big Dipper is not a constellation itself but it is a distinct group of stars. Oh. How
2: is a distinct oh. group of
1: stars different than a constellation? I don't know. Thank you, AI, for that clarification. But
2: I, I need to get in touch Ursa, with the local planetarium. Uh-huh. I think I've been fed some falsehoods. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. <laughs> Ursa, Major, and Minor are still correct, so you get 100 points for both of
1: those. And you've got one more guess, Claire.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, Leo.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was Ursa, Minor, Ursa, Major, Cassiopeia, oh. Cepheus, and Draco. S-
2: What rap collective is that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they are called Odd Future. (laughs) And the Wu-Tong Clan. (laughs) And the Wu-Tong Dippers. (laughs) Number five, what are the two main colors of an adult male ostrich's feathers?
2: Mm, I'm going to guess black and white. That Uh, is correct. correct. Is that 50 for each of those?
1: Uh, That's what the AI seems to be flashing up there. Just checking.
2: My question now is what color are a female's feathers? I would guess like a tawny brown. I'm
1: going to go with pink and purple.
2: Yes, clearly. Ah, That's yeah. the rational choice.
1: Yeah. Number six. Which Will Smith movie had an alternate ending where vampire lovers are reunited and Will Smith's character doesn't die?
2: Uh, I'm just gonna say men in black. But <laughs> that would be a wonderful guess.
1: It wouldn't be the correct you one. You said but vampires it would be were wonderful. maybe
2: not actually accurate.
1: Yeah. The correct answer was I am legend. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: See? I knew there'd be some uh, some big whiffs there.
1: I don't know, because it looks like the AI is flashing up a score, and it seems like you did pretty well in that round. Julia, what yeah. do we got?
0: Claire, this round, you've scored 550 <gasps> points. Oh, that's, that's pretty exciting. good.
1: Yeah, running ahead of a number of our other guests at the end of one round. Let's launch right into round two. Uh, Claire, are you a spiritual
2: person? <clears throat> no, the, oh, I'm gonna ah! get you in trouble. As the grandchild of an episcopal minister, I feel like I should say yes. <laughs> mildly, mildly. Uh,
1: you know, your grandparents are not gonna be listening to the podcast, <laughs> so you're you're safe. Uh in this round, all of the questions have something to do with angels, mm. and the AI is putting up a note that it is recalculated and these are no longer religious questions. Okay, good. So <laughs> that's that's fantastic. And let's launch right in with number one
0: number one the performer known as the singing cowboy who is a member of the country music hall of fame was the original owner of major league baseball's california angels what was his name
1: ah singing cowboy question number two claire it's a three-part question i want you to answer me these questions about angels in media Two a Roma Downey and Della Reese starred in this TV show for nine seasons. 2B, he played Angel on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then on his own eponymous series. And 2C, I'm not sure if they're angels or not, but Eleanor Shellstrop and her friends are dead on this show. So tell us the names of uh, those two shows and that one dude, I guess.
0: (laughs) I was... Did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Ross? Because I was a huge fan of it. I, you know,
1: everybody says I've got to, and I really like everything that Joss Whedon has done, but I have never gotten around to watching Buffy or the spinoff
2: and And if you haven't yet it's not looking good yeah Yeah, it hasn't aged super well I'm
1: going to admit
0: like I watched it when I was like 12 and easily impressed by everything media
1: I'm watching a lot of things that have not aged well and I have just sort of suspended all sense of being an adult human being in order to stomach them an example uh seinfeld (laughs) has not aged well i mean let's be honest
0: i've never watched an episode of seinfeld but i don't think i want to quite frankly
1: yeah that's fair (laughs) that's fair i mean some of them are sort of genius if you can stomach them yeah yeah uh
0: claret number three a common challenge to medieval scholasticism 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 <laughs> i've never seen that word written down um,
1: said the scholar
0: <laughs> we never use that word <laughs> to be fair a common challenge to medieval scholastic scholasticism <laughs> fuck me <laughs> asked how many angels could fit where on the head of a pin
2: oh oh <laughs> Damn
1: it. You had trouble with that question.
0: What is wrong with me? I'm
1: glad to know that I'm not the only one who's done that. Well, let's just move on to question number four. So, Claire, you're going to get question number three. 100% correct. You
0: you already get some points because I'm an idiot.
1: (laughs) Number four, this motorcycle gang usually mandates that members ride Harley Davidsons, and they were prominent in the 1960s counterculture movement. In San Francisco, who are they? Number five. Angel Has Fallen, which is a sequel to London Has Fallen and Olympus Has Fallen, Mm. was released in August. Aaron Eckhart does not have a, a lead role in Angel Has Fallen after having starred, I think, as the president in the first two. But which two actors return to play the leads in this amazing new film i have i'm i'm not gonna see it uh frankly me neither actually i will see it when it's on netflix which will probably be december i'm gonna call it now excuse me
0: while i go get on that (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh
0: yeah netflix take notes um number six the song angel was a number three billboard hit for the classic lineup of aerosmith in 1988 name the five members of that lineup
1: Eh, I stopped this time. <laughs> I stopped this time. You did. It would have been harder to, like, barrel through the entirety of the answer on this Oh, my one.
0: God. Did I tell you one time when we were working the bar and I had a question of, like, put these four karate belts in ascending order of their ranking, and I accidentally read the correct answer instead of them all mixed around
1: and yeah, jumbled? but the, they probably still had to, like, write down exactly what you said to get points.
0: Yeah, and a lot of people... Th- thought I was trying to trick them so they still wrote them out of order. I was like, ah, see, that was totally intentional. Aha, I'm smart. Yeah, exactly. That's- now now I've just outed myself as a double dumbass. No,
1: I mean, every so often it's good to do a question where it's like, the answer, if you're listening to the question, you've already got the answer. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any of those for Claire because the AI is mean, <laughs> but, but apparently you were like, well, I'll I'll help out with
0: that. Yeah, I did one for you, Claire, <laughs> so you, you should be I grateful. It.
1: Yes, <laughs> Claire, let's see how you did in our Angels round. Number one, the performer known as the Singing Cowboy, who's a member of the Country Music Hall of Fame, was the original owner of Major League Baseball's California Angels. What was his name?
2: That was Bucky McAngel. <laughs> So he named the team after himself. Yes, yes. Little known fact. (laughs) The correct
1: answer there was Gene Autry. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. That guy there. You know, I think we are just not part of the generation that was like, we're really into singing cowboys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Claire. Number two. So we asked about these angels in media. Uh, 2A. Roma Downey and Della Reese starred in this TV show for nine seasons. Touched by an angel? Correct. Ah. Uh, 2B, <laughs> he played Angel on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then on his own series. That cool guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's my official
0: answer. <laughs> yeah, that checks. Uh, we are looking for David Boreanaz, who is also Booth on Bones. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think
1: I've ever heard his name said aloud.
0: <laughs> See, it's it's harder to <laughs> see. Uh, now, I'm not sure if they're angels or not, but Eleanor Shellstrop and her friends are dead on this show.
2: Mm, I'm gonna call it oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh unfortunately
0: no but we're looking for the good place
2: wow i didn't know i don't remember their the characters names it's been a while since i've seen that personally very good though
0: one of my two favorite
2: shows and the other
0: the other favorite show i have is always sun in philadelphia which is a really weird dichotomy of morality
1: Mm. (laughs) number three a common challenge to medieval scholasticism asked how many angels could fit where on Mm. the head of a pen (laughs) (laughs) So all you have to do is just say, on the head of a pen, you got 50 points. On the head of a pen. Okay, yeah. There you go. 50 points. (laughs) Number four. This motorcycle gang usually mandates that members ride Harley Davidsons, and they were prominent in the 1960s counterculture movement in San Francisco. Who are they?
2: How about the Hell's Angels?
1: That is correct. How about the Yes? Woo!
0: All right. Number five. Angel Has Fallen, a sequel to London Has Fallen and Olympus Has Fallen, uh, was released in August. Aaron Eckhart doesn't have a lead role in that one, but which two actors return
1: as the leads?
2: I'm gonna say one of the Chris's and another one of the Chris's.
1: <laughs> which is usually a good guess right? with all Hollywood-related projects.
2: Do you got Chris? You got maybe, Chris Evans? You got maybe, Chris maybe Bryant, one of the Jeffs if you're talking about an older film, <laughs> right? Wait, got... what
1: other Jeffs are there besides Goldblum? There's no other Jeff. Daniels, other.
2: Jeff Daniels.
1: <laughs> There's only Jeff Goldblum. Let's be honest.
0: <laughs> uh, we we're looking for Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman.
1: Number 6, the song Angel was a number 3 Billboard hit for the classic lineup of Aerosmith in 1988. So this has given you Van Halen and yeah, Aerosmith. Yeah, I know. What does the AI the same...
2: think of me? <laughs>
1: Seriously. <laughs> uh, it wants you to name the five members of the classic lineup of Aerosmith. Who are they?
2: They are Steven Tyler, correct. Yep, and his four good buddies. <laughs>
1: Also, that's also worth uh, 20, <laughs> 25 points.
0: Uh, one time someone at the bar wrote uh, Stephen Tyler, and they, for the other four, they just wrote cocaine. cocaine.
2: cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> Accurate. A.K.A. his good friends.
1: <laughs> so you got Stephen Tyler. The other members are Joe Perry, oh, Tom gosh. Hamilton, oh. Brad Whitford, and Joey Kramer.
2: Brad Whitford? Oh, Bra- I'm thinking of Brad Whitfield. Who's the actor from The West Wing?
1: Uh. Don't know. But I think it is Bradley. Is it Brad? Bradley Whitford. No, it's got to be Bradley Whitfield. Now, oh god, now you've like crossed the wires of the guy in Aerosmith, who's like, I mean, he is like, he is the old guy in Aerosmith, Brad uh-huh. Whitford. Uh, but you've got that wire across now with the with um uh oh god the the commander on The Handmaid's Tale and mm-hmm. um oh, now I'm now I'm just picturing a much nicer version of
2: Aerosmith. (laughs) Might have had some different songs.
1: Julia, what is the AI telling you that Claire has scored?
0: Uh, The AI is flashing up 750 points collectively. You're doing pretty good, Claire.
1: (sighs) Now, generally, Claire, uh, we really love to have about 1,000 points because if you can get to 1,000 points, that means that our pod is powered for another week. This pod will not run without correct trivia answers no pressure but you've got two rounds left let's see if we can get you some points in those next two rounds but we're gonna do that after we take a short break stick around we've got more trivia escape pod
0: dun dun dun
2: trivia, trivia escape pod just go ahead now
1: we are back with more trivia escape pod Friends, if you like the show, help us out by telling somebody that you know and love to find us and subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, a million other podcast apps. Or you can find us at our website, TriviaEscapePod.com. We spend quite a bit of time writing each week trying to keep you entertained. So please let folks know about us. And if you haven't already done so, you can follow us on Twitter at Trivia Escape Pod.
0: Or if you don't want to tell someone you love about us, tell someone you hate about us so that we can just torture them
1: forever. <laughs> well, I know what you think of the podcast, Julia. thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love this thing. Um, all right, Claire. So our next round is going to be called a who, what, or where round. So we're going to ask you, who am I, what am I, or where am I? And we have five hints for each, with the first hint being worth 250 points and then it descends where the last hint is only worth fifty points, so we have approximately thirty seconds to answer each after answer after each hint. And if you get it wrong, you don't get another chance at that question. Oh. So if you don't know it from the first hint, you can just be like, "I right, I'm gonna wait no, a little bit." No, let's for the give next her, one. I
1: think we should give her another chance at the question. You think so? Yeah, I think you know what <laughs> the the AI has so thoroughly <laughs> encouraged wrong answers so Claire, let's launch in um yeah get it wrong if you need to who who cares uh so question number one is a where am i question here's your first hint i am an archipelago that is an independent commonwealth realm elizabeth the second is my queen where am i
2: Whew, yeah Ah, uh, let's keep going.
1: <laughs> All right, not even going to take a stab at that one. After the British abolished the slave trade in 1807, they resettled thousands of Africans liberated from slave ships on me. Where am I, Claire?
2: Uh, the West Indies? Oh, no. Uh, okay.
1: All right, here's your third hint. Okay. My island chain continues into Turks and Caicos. Where am I? The Bahamas? The Bahamas Ah! is correct. (laughs) Nicely done. 150 (laughs) points. That is good for us. Your next two clues were going to be Disney's Castaway Cay Mm. is a private island within my boundaries, and I generate enormous wealth from tourism, especially in my capital, Nassau. Yes. It it looks as though the AI is sort of uh, ignoring recent events (laughs) uh, in asking this question. Here's number two. Uh,
0: Number two, who am I? Uh, first clue. My father was German and some of my early careers included stenographer and engraver.
2: Hmm, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, next hint. In 1925, a bus accident left me unable to walk for three months. I see. That's the terrible thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you live and you learn. I think I need a little more information.
0: You got it. Clue three. I joined the Mexican Communist Party in 1927.
2: I see. All right. Um, A German dad, stenographer, bus accident, Mexican Communist Party. A Great Tinder bio, if I've ever said so myself. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel that I should know who this person is, but I'm going to have to keep going down the chain. I was the first Mexican to have artwork
0: featured in the Louvre.
2: Frida Kahlo? Yes,
0: Frida Kahlo. So that's worth 100 points then?
1: Indeed it is. Awesome. And the final clue there was I twice married artist Diego Diego Rivera. Rivera. (laughs) Yeah, all right, great. For number three, Claire, what am I? For 250 points, I am a fruit-bearing deciduous shrub, though you may think of me only as my fruit. (laughs)
2: You want to take a stab at that? Is that sentence finished? (laughs) Sadly, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Fruit bearing. No, I think I'm going to need to dig a little deeper.
1: All right. For 200 points. I have been cultivated since ancient times in the Mediterranean and was introduced to California in 1769.
2: Are you olives?
1: I am not olives for 150 points. The French name for me... Is also the same as a military weapon.
2: Are you a fig?
1: Not a fig. <laughs> for one hundred points, oh, no. the myth of Persephone has her eating seven of my seeds.
2: Uh, a pomegranate
1: that is correct 100 points the final clue was i'm a super fruit and you'll (laughs) eat the 200 plus red purple seeds you find inside my fruit the french word uh for a pomegranate is grenade
2: well, um, that's really handy to know because I'm actually going to France very soon and I'm going to use that piece of trivia everywhere I yes, go. Yes, <laughs> just
1: wander around the streets of Paris I'm gonna saying, order grenade,
2: grenade. <laughs> Could you bring me a grenade, please? <laughs> All
0: right, Claire. Number four is a where am I? Your first clue... You don't look thrilled about this. <laughs> Your first clue is I am a European capital city of about... Six hundred and seventy five thousand people
2: uh that's that's great to know. Um, <laughs> I'd like a little more. Yeah, get to know me a little bit. Um, from
0: 1624 to 1925, I was known as
2: Christiania. Ooh, did I say that correctly? Uh, Christiania? Maybe? Sure. yes. Why not? To 1925, that's pretty recent, huh? Um, I'm just going to throw a guess out. Brussels. Nope Okay uh,
0: Third clue A set of accords Between the government Israel And the Palestine Liberation organization Were signed in me In the
2: 1990s This is getting dirty Yeah I think I think <laughs> it was supposed to
1: be The government of Israel That makes yeah. more sense <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
2: Yeah Okay An Israel-Palestinian Accord um, Geneva mm,
0: Nope Not okay. correct Alright Next one I am the home of Edward Munch of the Edward Munch Museum. Is
1: it Edvard?
0: Ed Edvard Munch. It Munch. Munch. I, I think yeah. it's Munch.
1: Yeah. So the home of the Edvard Munch Museum.
0: Uh, strike three of Julia being an uncultured <laughs> father. <fuck. laughs>
1: Don't even worry about
0: it. Uh, Vienna. Mm, no. Nope. Oh, see. Uh your last clue for fifty points. I am the capital of Norway.
2: Oh, Oslo, correct? <laughs> you weren't kidding about the 50 point uh, questions. Well,
1: hey, you know, uh, the AI shows mercy eventually. Julia, what is the AI showing as Claire scores right now?
2: Uh, Ross, looks like
0: we get to be powered another week because you, hit, dog. you oh. hit the minimum and you are currently at 1150. Oh, oh my gosh.
1: I'm
2: so glad. This I was is... really worried I wasn't going to be able to help you guys. No, this is fantastic. Okay. And
1: what this means is that uh, we have one question left and all of the points you get in this final round, Claire, are. Gravy, They're Woo! gravy for us. This is I love it. Uh, such good news. Um, now Claire, in the early days of the internet, I'm mean, I'm talking like sort of early, early on. Um, not trying to date you or anything, like the, but
2: the Al Gore days. Uh, I'm,
1: I'm, oh, I'm talking about <laughs> DARPA. No, uh, you worked for IMDb. You I were, did. You were one That's of the true. early employees at That's IMDb. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about what it was like to be in on the ground floor of all of that knowledge about actors
2: yeah, well, it really gave me an appreciation for people who were so deep into their universe and their world. I mean, the people who worked at IMDb at that time were all like people who knew their ish, like they like could recite all of the details about every movie ever made. And as I believe I have said, I'm not that kind of person. So uh, it was an interesting kind of relationship to get the uh, more sort of creative side and the more like focused encyclopedic side together.
1: And so was your job title skeptic? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I get that you guys are really into movies, but um, no, I was a how are an we an editor. make editor,
2: so I was all about talking to the people who use the site and. So, translating all that rich data into, like, interesting, fun stuff for people.
1: Well, speaking of interesting, fun stuff that is created by user data, this is an IMDB question. (gasps) Um, What the AI wants you to tell it is, which 10 movies are the highest rated movies of all time on imdb this list was called from the imdb on september 7th 2019 so about 10 days ago okay and um obviously these are not the greatest movies ever made but the greatest movies ever made in the eyes of the interwebs.
2: Yes, and the interwebs is an eclectic place. Yes.
1: <laughs> with eclectic taste. So we're gonna let you come up with ten movie titles. We're gonna we're gonna spend a little time. Uh Julia, of course, was watching movies all weekend, watching uh scary movies. Julia, what is what is your favorite movie of all times? Maybe quickly look at this list and don't name something on there.
0: Yeah, um I don't think anything anything that I typically watches on here, anyways. You're cause... about to say
1: Frozen, aren't you?
0: No, okay. I am a sucker for Disney. Um, if we're going for a Disney movie, then my vote is Tangled, because I love the soundtrack and Rapunzel is probably my favorite princess. Um, favorite movie of all time? I don't think I really have one, because I really vary in just what I'm in the mood to watch at any time. Like I could be down for a stupid comedy, uh, or like a Marvel movie or a scary movie. I think it just depends on my then
1: mood. This is gonna be something that I think will delight you. My brother in law and his wife are big, big Disney fans. And I-, I think I may have told you that they had their first son uh, just a few days ago, so about thirteen days ago. Oh, that's exciting. Um baby E was born and his middle name is Brave.
0: Which just Brave? It's well yeah, That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I love that.
1: Um and part of that was uh he, he had a rough time uh, in the nine months before he popped out. He's doing great. He's like, he's,
0: oh, good. he's healthy.
1: He's beautiful. Oh, my God. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, Heidi and I went over to the hospital. Uh, about 13 days ago and had a chance to, you know, get his tiny little baby fingers to hold our oh, finger. Oh my God, so like, cute. yo, know, baby squeezing your finger is a, is a pretty awesome feeling. It's like one of the best moments in life, honestly. Yeah. Um, but because he had sort of a rough time, and I think also because um, Heidi's brother and sister-in-law are so um, into Disney, that mm-hmm. was sort of like the perfect middle name I for like him. I like it.
0: It's cool. Yeah, it's unique.
1: Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat.
0: I dig. What is your favorite movie, Ross? Do you have one of
1: them? I, I do. and Is it on this list? It is not on this list. It is not on anybody's list. Uh-huh. Uh, I love, uh, you, I've told you I love heist movies. I've yes. mentioned this. Yes. I love the movie Ronin that stars Robert De Niro, oh, yeah. Natasha McElhone, Sean Bean, yeah. Jean Reno. It is one of those movies where they say roughly 5% of what could be said it's it's a quiet movie it's completely understated in the great dramatic moment sort of right at the end where we're coming to a climax the the main character is sort of reaching out to another character in the movie and never actually says the thing that we all finally kind of understand and so he's like talking around it, even in the movie's climax. And I kind of love that it's a movie that never comes out and says the mm. thing that it's thinking about with the exception of one scene that explains the title of the movie. It's Beautiful. It's understated. It's so cool. It has the best car chase in <laughs> oh. cinematic history. Better than oh. Bullet. I'm those, gonna go ahead and say might it be now. fighting
2: words. No, yeah.
1: it's better than Bullet. <laughs> I, it is an amazing car chase. Oh, I love that movie. So Ronan with Robert De Niro. I will watch it. it. Like if I'm ever just hanging around and the TV is on, which is not a regular occurrence. I don't like to have the TV on very much. But if it's on and like HBO has Ronan on. I, whatever point I pick it up in, I will always finish. I cannot Amazing. turn that movie off.
2: Are you a fan of Sexy Beast with Ben Kingsley? Heist I, movie? I, what? <gasps> I haven't oh, even seen it. Oh, you gotta see it. Yeah. I,
1: you have given me something to do later tonight before Julia and I head back into our stasis mm-hmm. pods. We're going to try Perfect. to download that I live from to Earth. serve. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, thank you.
2: Claire, do you have a favorite movie too? Um, Sexy Beast is one of my favorite movies and that's why I thought of it at the moment. But yeah, yeah, it's really great.
1: Excellent. Well, Claire, which 10 movies are the highest rated movies of all time on IMDb? This list was called from IMDb on September 7th, 2019 and may have changed since then.
2: What do you got? So I'm pulling from some older memories, but I feel like the IMDb folks really love Shawshank Redemption. Is Uh, that on this list? Yes, that's actually number one on this list.
1: (laughs) You remember well.
2: Yeah, because I remember always being so surprised at its constancy on that list. (laughs) That is,
1: I think that might be my wife's favorite movie. Really? Yeah, it's definitely top three. It sort of depends on when you catch her, but she loves Shawshank. Uh,
2: All right, how about The Godfather? That is number number two. two. Ah! You're awesome.
1: crushing this.
2: <laughs> well, it's gonna fall off steeply. This, so. <laughs> well, but you know, take solace
1: for a moment in the fact that you know the mind of the internet. Yes.
2: No, wait, don't take any solace <laughs> no. in that. That's terrifying. Run screaming to Edvard Munchland.
1: All right, so number three, Claire.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, let's say uh, let's say Star Wars.
1: Not in the top ten. Okay. Yeah, there's too many haters.
2: Oh, bummer. Okay. What about
1: your fourth answer?
2: Uh, let's say Inside Out. Oh sadly, no. That oh. is a delightful movie though, <laughs> okay. All right, uh, in keeping with that theme, how about up?
0: Also, sadly
2: not. Okay. Yeah, in fact, right.
1: there are no animated movies on this list, really. Yeah.
2: All right. well, let's go the other way and say Avatar.
1: Oh, that is not in the top. That's 10. good though. that's
2: probably that's probably
1: <laughs> way up there.
2: Yeah, okay. How about Titanic? Very surprising, but no.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I think, again, there's enough haters. There's enough haters.
2: Oh, boy. This is a tough one. This
1: is a tough one. All right. Let's go. I mean, we basically, there's only 28 bazillion things to choose from. (laughs) And somehow you were like, one and two. (laughs) Boom.
2: All right. I'm going to go classic. How about Casablanca?
1: Mm, Not on the list. All right. Not a lot of classics on the list, oddly enough.
2: Yeah. Some
0: people would argue that they're kind of classics, but not like retro classics. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Gosh, okay, what do I have, one left?
1: You've got two left.
2: Two left, ooh, that's two more ideas than I have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, let's think, let's think. Um, Let's say, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the uh, Mad Damon series where he's the spy
1: Oh, uh, the Jason Bourne movie.
2: Yes, the yeah. Bourne Identity. Oh,
1: that's a uh, that's an excellent guess. It is not on the list. You've got Mm-mm. one okay. more guess. Okay,
2: okay, okay, okay. Um, how about uh, let's go with a James Bond like uh, um, Goldfinger. There are no James Bond movies on this list either. <laughs> all right, so
1: you nailed one and two. I uh, got a little tougher after that. Actually, Claire, we could have taken any of the top 13 because uh, towards the bottom of the list, they're tied. So here are IMDb's highest rated movies of all time. And, uh, you know, it sounds to me like you're going to... End up going back to work for them just to like change this list and make it reflect (laughs) your will. Sure. Inside Out is going to be number four, I'm sure of it. Number one, The Shawshank Redemption. Number two, The Godfather. Number three, The Dark Knight.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Number four, The Godfather Part Two. Oh,
2: I should have gone down that path. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But never say The Godfather Part (laughs) Three. It is
2: terrible. I didn't know there was one. Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, they did it in like 1990. We don't speak of it. (laughs) Bad. Number five, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Sure, sure. Number six, Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Number seven, Schindler's List. Okay. Number eight, 12 Angry Men. Number nine, Inception. Number 10, Fight Club, Oh, a movie that was basically made for the internet. Yes. Hmm. Number 11, The Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Number 12, Forrest Gump. Hmm. And number 13, the only movie that was sort of pre-90s here, uh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly.
2: Oh, okay. That seems
1: like a surprising one to be so highly rated
2: yeah i can see it having some rabid
0: fans i'm kind of surprised that there were two lord of the rings films on this list like i'm not discrediting lord of the rings
1: well one of them won like a bazillion oscars and legitimately was a really good movie oh okay yeah return of the king i think was great fellowship of the ring i'm i'm dubious as well (laughs) it just seemed long to me but you know i have a i have a short attention span
2: i have to say that's an eclectic list that's yeah. Some interesting stuff represented there.
1: Indeed, indeed.
2: Inside Out should be on there, though. Oh, agreed. Um,
0: Claire, your final score for the evening reads as 1350. Yay.
1: That is going to get us so far across the universe. Hooray, hooray, hooray.
2: Awesome.
1: As always, all of our questions were provided by our AI supercomputer. So if you think it made a mistake, shoot us an email at TriviaEscapePod at com or give us a shout on Twitter At Trivia Escape Pod, or you can just let us know what's happening on Earth, which we are nowhere near. No, of course not. Never. If you've got a great idea for a round or a piece of trivia that you're dying to share, we would love to hear from you. So email us at triviaescapepod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We are always particularly happy to have top 10 questions, so we are not getting user-generated lists from <laughs> IMDb.
0: And um, if anybody played along, you can tweet us your scores and see how it compares to Claire's. You might get a fun little shout-out if you've beaten her score.
1: Claire, we know you probably want to get back in your pod and hopefully get back to your kids who have <laughs> jettisoned you. And yes. God only knows, what do you think they're up to by now?
2: Oh, I'm sure they've completely redecorated everything.
1: <laughs> probably. Um, but tell us a little bit about uh, what you've got coming up or anything that you're excited about right now.
2: Well, I'm starting to turn my mind toward elections. There's a, some pretty big ones coming up. I, and I
1: hear that on earth they're yes, going to be electing a new super. Supreme Overlord real soon.
2: Indeed. And so um, voter registration is a passion of mine and and going out and helping make sure that everyone who's eligible to vote has the opportunity to vote. And so I think there are a lot of great organizations that do that work here in North Carolina. We've got You Can Vote, um, but there are similar organizations all around the country. And so I would just encourage folks to get out and help their community. Awesome.
1: And if you want to get involved and you can vote, we will have a link to them in the show notes. So check those out. Follow that web link and come on out and support. Julia, what have you got coming up? (laughs)
0: Um, well, Ross, uh, I still have some research going on over in my academia life um, that I'm kind of pretending doesn't exist right now, it's just so I can focus on fun podcasty things and um, also my side business of reading tarot cards online um, or over the phone, if you so prefer that. If you want a voice to voice interaction, um, so if you are interested about any questions for the cosmos, any questions I might be able to answer, go ahead and follow me at Tall Sunflower Tarot on instagram or facebook
1: and we have got some trivia coming up live shows every tuesday at linda's bar and grill on franklin street and chapel hill catch us at the down bar on thursday the 19th at 7 p.m if you are a graduate student At the University of North Carolina, come on out and play some grad student trivia sponsored by the Carolina Union Activities Board. Also, I am going to be at the Chatham County Writer's Morning Out on September 21st at 1 p.m. They meet at the Greek Casina in Pittsburgh, and I will be presenting a talk called Why Consider Small Press Publishing and I'll be covering things like how you order a chapbook and how editors at small presses go through their submissions, kind of what they're looking for. So, writers of all stripes, if you are in the Pittsburgh, North Carolina area, come on out and check that out. Claire, thank you so much for sure. being here. I can't believe we found you in deep space, but it just feels know, what fortunate. A lucky
2: coincidence.
1: And thank you so much for powering us for another week. So we're going to get you back into the airlock and into your own escape pod.
0: Thank you so much for coming, Claire. You've been a blast and a half. I wish you safe travels across the cosmos. I hope your kids grant you back into their pod at
1: some point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll
2: keep you posted.
1: (laughs) All right. And initiating airlock. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Just waving by out the little window.
1: I know. She's I mean, she wasted no time. Like God, she's already almost a light year away, according to our <laughs> sensors. She was ready to get back to her kids. I don't I don't blame her. It's tough to be away from the little ones. Julia, it looks like we've used about all the oxygen we have for this week, so it feels like maybe we should hop back in those stasis beds and see what fresh tortures engineer Rachel has ready for us. You know what, though? She didn't prank us at all this week.
0: I know. She's been lying kind of dormant, and that makes me concerned. No,
1: I think there's no way that... I think she's done pranking us. I think she's, like, over it. She's just really enjoying our time together. I feel confident. I don't think there's going to be any pranks forthcoming, so... I am sus. I am (laughs) suspicious. All right, fair enough. Well, that's it for us. Thanks for listening to Trivia Escape Pod.
0: We will catch you all next week, and safe travels. (laughs) But it, it,
1: but it, but it, but it, but it, but it, it,